man, this comic book sucks. And the reviews online said it was good. I wasted my money. Why didn't somebody tell me? Hey everybody, this is Petey. Um, we're doing our comic reviews. We also have Calvin Ellis, ready to rock. And today we also have another review for you and it's Marvel Legacy. Yep. It doesn't look like it, but this is Marvel Legacy. This was the first, this is the initial cover of it. And um, this story, Cap looks really old. Well, look at all the male faces in the picture. They all, the women have soft faces and all the men have a lot of lines. Even the Black Panthers. Like, <laughs> crazy the line on the, on the Black Panther. Even Iron Man's armor has like a crack line on yeah, it. It's like, so. it's really crack. Well, Doctor Strange looks kind of soft, so I guess they're saying something about him. <laughs> so, this cover is more symbolic, saying here's the classic characters, and then we go to the story. And it starts with, you know, was it a million BC with the. BC Avengers. So we have Odin, and Odin struggling with the hammer and whatnot, and you know we have Phoenix, who it's just really hard because it's just this story is more moments. So we have the BC Avengers, we have Ghost Rider and the new Star Brand, we have some other moments with Captain America. I guess sort of highlighting that Captain America is sort of back, and then we have this big thing at the end, this big reveal, which we'll reveal at the end because. What else can we do in this thing? Because it's not going to be, we're not. It's, it's not really that solid a story. But what we have right now are just moments, and I'm not sure I like the BC moments. I couldn't really get into the Ghost Rider and Star Brand stuff because I don't really understand this new Star Brand. And then otherwise, we have the was it the Frost Giants running around here, and the Avengers, the new Avengers, and Shield are struggling with them, and Loki's running around. I think I got lost as far as the time. I was like, is Loki in the past? Because the setting doesn't look that much different. So, and then, I don't know. They didn't really flesh out the world of million BC world. We just know that these they sold us on these characters, so they should be well in the past. But then they have a, what's those characters? A celestial that's older than time. So I'm kind of lost in the time in the first one. So when I saw Loki, I'm like, is Loki from back then? Because every time they've had a uh, younger Odin, it's always been kid Thor and kid Loki. So I, so then I was, oh, maybe this is present time. He's le letting loose these frost giants. So it was kind of confusing at points, and I'm not sure I'm going to stick with this. But what are your initial feelings on the book? I thought this was awful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One of the first things. Yeah, this is where Marvel is. Marvel Legacy is discordant with the purpose and then it's execution. We have this cover where we have all of the classic characters and then we go to the story, they're not there. Yes. They're not there, okay? They're trying to say, okay, there's this legacy, it goes all the way back to BC. That doesn't work with a character like Odin because when you're saying if he was young during BC, you've now dated him. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he's supposed to be, Odin was young before any of this stuff would have ever happened. So that becomes a problem. And then you want to throw in he's there and Ghost Rider, and you're trying to say all the people who could have been timeless, anybody who could have been in essence, spirit of vengeance. Okay, it's it's cute. It's not clever. Okay, it's cute, like uh, you know, like literally like Baby Avengers or something. It's cute, mm -hmm. but it's not clever to the point. Oh, okay, that's something you could have done. These are, it's more Silver Age stuff on the part of Marvel. Or oh, the, you know, we have the. Uh, BC Avengers, 1950 Avengers, <laughs> 1970s Disco Avengers, you know, th that sort of stuff. 
and it doesn't go with what the problem is. Marvel, you subverted your legacy when you decided to go and chuck all of these guys to the side in favor of putting these other people there who were not part of it. They were never handed the torch because they were never part of the legacy. There's a big wow. difference. I think uh, both of us come into comics about the same time, late Bronze Age, Copper Age, around that time. Mm -hmm. Marvel in the Copper Age did a lot of changes. Spider-Man got a new suit. Not only was it a new suit, it was alive. The Hulk's leg was broken and he became, uh, Bruce Banner was totally wiped out as a persona of the Hulk. Iron Man became a full, Iron Man, re, uh, he succumbed again to alcoholism and James Rhodes once again uh, became Iron Man. And that's probably one of the best examples because Iron Man was still fighting his demons with the bottle and James Rhodes was actually fighting to get a handle on becoming a very good Iron Man, which he did and which Tony Stark did. James Rhodes inheriting, or Rhodey I should say, inheriting Iron Man work because he had been a character with Iron Man for such a long period of time that when people saw the change, a lot of people were willing to embrace it simply because they knew Rhodey, they trusted the direction because Rhodey had been such a part of the mythos to a long extent. You got people now who like Rhodey in the suit better than they like you know, Tony Stark in the suit, and th that's where we actually got War Machine from. When you take Riri Williams and throw her in there, we don't know her from anybody. It was just like, okay, we need to sideline this guy. Even worse, you made him a, not even a ghost, you made him artificial intelligence. So of course, a guy like me who comes back and says, you know what, let me check out a Thor comic book. Like, okay. Thor's Jane Foster now? All right, so I guess Thor, wait a minute, Thor's still around? All right, let me see this. Thor has lost his arm, he's riding on a goat, and on, it's like, why is he acting like such a jackass? Who's this guy? I'm not reading this. You realize that's a problem, you wanna do legacy. Okay, I open up legacy. I don't see Thor, you know, I don't he see these other guys. for a panel. And yeah. there's, also, there's also a make-out scene between Thor and Falcon. Because I was like, is Captain America making out with Thor? And I'm like, oh, no, the Falcon Captain America. You mean and with Jane Foster? Jane yeah, Foster. they've been doing that for a bit. They had like, a, what the? Yeah, they and had it's a, like, it looks like, I mean, that's a harder thing to do. Because you got to go full with your social and just <laughs> awareness, man. You got to go full with it. So, you got to show people, remind them, this stuff is part of what we live for. Yeah. You know, a female Thor and a black Captain America getting it on. It, this is what the world, you know, the world's cool now. It's great. Yes. The biggest problem, who was the character, even worse than Thor, and I hate what they did with Thor, who was the character who's most maligned? Captain America. Mm -hmm. You made him a Nazi. And well, don't try to tell clearing, me. Well, they're clearing it up now. He's, they show him regularly the shield is in the bag. Yeah, you should have never <laughs> done that because now... What are they going to borrow from? They're going to borrow from the storylines, Man Without a Country. They'll borrow from the Nomad stuff where you, Captain America is like, you know, in the disillusioned state. And that worked at that time. Mm -hmm. Okay, those stories were, to be honest, groundbreaking for that time where Cap realizes the president is a part of, um, he was a hate monger or something? Yeah, he was, yeah. It was, um, let's see, yeah. Well, did he make him uh, another clone of Adolf Hitler? Or something like that, yeah. yeah. That, you know, he was in charge of the country and yes. Cap was just like, that, that totally shook Cap. And so, of course, he needed some, you know, he needed some downtime. He decides he's going to be nomad. He's running around in a new outfit. You know, yes. he's running around in that outfit. That doesn't work over here because you subjugated even that part mm -hmm. of Cap's mythos. You subjugated all of that for some ridiculous Cosmic Cube story. Mm -hmm. So, I'm coming into Legacy and as somebody who's saying, look, I don't think you got anything right within the last four or five years. I think you've gotten a lot of stuff wrong in the last four or five years. Legacy is supposed to say, no, come on back, give this. And the, the, I, what I can't believe is that DC Comics was able to execute their mea culpa with Rebirth better than Marvel was able to execute Legacy. Yeah. 
you know, where Marvel is still like, no, we're, we're still kind of tripling down on this stuff as opposed to, look, we need to let go of this to a certain extent so we can, <clears throat> we can let the dust settle from everything that we've decided to demolish and construct. We need to, you know, let the dust settle from it a little bit. But, you know, if you're somebody who's like, hey, let me go to Legacy, see what's going on, you know, the, the cover here doesn't represent the contents. I mean, I understand we don't judge a book by its cover, but you would think that the impetus behind Legacy would be to get these guys back into the driver's seat, you know, so we can establish once again, these are the guys who built Marvel in terms of the characters. These are the guys who built Marvel, and you can trust us to, you can trust us to going further what we're going to do with these characters. Nope. You know, we, we got the BC Avengers. So, yeah, I don't know. Second time I have to say it. Disappointing. Disappointing. And then there's a huge reveal in there. Like the Frost Giants is carrying this case and this guy in the truck comes and the Frost Giants kind of, you know, be, being tough. And then we find out, oh my gosh, Wolverine is back. Yeah, yeah, that was a big reveal. And then somehow he cut himself out of his tomb, his adamantium sort of statue tomb, that sort of thing. And it's like, all right, this is... The fans that you would let this fly after all of... I don't know. I'm done. I can't do anything anymore with this. It's it's, it's just sad. Well, we could have a five-minute conversation on how he cuts himself out of an adamantium tomb with adamantium, but... It's using the movie. <laughs> it's using the movie that adamantium can cut adamantium because we need him to get out of the <laughs> the cage. His, his prison. Well, as any long-time reader knows, adamantium is indestructible, meaning not even adamantium can cut mm-hmm. adamantium. Unless, of course, we soup up Wolverine and give him some adamantium vibranium claws or some nonsense like that. Oh, which, wow. again, there's your Silver Age stuff. You know, we got adamantium Wolverine, we got adamantium vibranium Wolverine. It's just disappointing at the end of the day because I don't know what Marvel... See, with the Copper Age stories, I understood why they were doing some of those changes. And it, and what it are you saying is the cop? I'm just sorry to cut you. What is Copper Age is about? Age? Copper Age is about Secret Wars. Uh, that that pe- around that period of time. You're bringing up the Bronze into a Copper stage. Copper Age is about that time period. <laughs> it's about that time period. It's the to, for me. This is the last great period of comics. Mm-hmm. Once we get like around 1992, after you have like the, uh, uh, really, it's like after the death of Superman. Everything really just hits uh, this formulaic stuff where they're not trying to do anything new. But the Copper Age, you had some really, I mean, you had introduced some, some really great characters, really good villains, really good heroes, really nice stories that came along with it on both sides. Even the stuff that you were looking at in terms of the independent market, some really good stuff going, some really good stuff going along. What I, what I just don't understand is that with the Copper Age stories, it seemed that Marvel had an idea of what they wanted to do. We we're going to do this. We need to have throw some changes in, but we're not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. We need to change this bathwater. Baby's still fine. Mm-hmm. We just need to change the bathwater. Here, they threw out the baby and the bathwater, and now they have no idea how to get the baby back. Because, you know, it, it's very frustrating for me as a reader knowing that Marvel is usually better at this than DC, and, and DC is just jumping up and down on them, and DC is not necessarily clicking on all cylinders, but they knew enough to get certain things right. Okay, they, I mean, they did some really bad stuff with Superman, where Superman was running around with the buzz cut on a motorcycle. Everybody knew his identity. Oh, they truth. reduced his powers. Superman truth. Yeah, they did all that type of stuff. And mind you, for a Superman collector, those will be pivotal issues. You'll want to have those in your collection, because this is when Superman was running around, this type of nonsense. But that's for the Superman collector. Overall, it was terrible. And they had to go so far as to say, you know what? 
this guy here is toxic. We can't use him anymore. We're just going to take him off the field. We're, we're going to bring the old guy back. We're going to bring him back over here. Call him up and see if he'll still take his old job back. Hey, hey, yeah, modern age Superman, can you come back? Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, I would interject something that you were talking about as far as the Silver Age aspect that you said in Metal and here is that Marvel, though they had um, Spider-Woman and She-Hulk and you know, Miss Marvel, they didn't ultimately go as far as route of creating families for the longest period of time, like the Silver Age Superman or, you know, like the Marvel family. It took them a while to really go full having the Batman family for the Marvel. Then by the time the Vertical guys came in with Joe Quesada, next thing you know, you have all these million Hulks. Like they already had some Hulks, but then they culled it down but then they went, like, was it, I don't know, what's it, Adam Bomb, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. You have, And then you have Scar and Son of Hulk and all that stuff. Red She-Hulk. You know. Red and, Hulk. So then keep she -Hulk. going. It's going DC, because that used to be the DC thing. But Marvel would have one other one, or like you have like Beta Ray Bill or something like that. But it wasn't all over. And you got Rhodey, but then there was, Rhodey was for a period, and then it moved on. Well, I would point out that... Jim Shooter was not cool with Rhodey. He had no light. He didn't do anything solid in Secret Wars. It was a shame. I was just like, why is he getting trashed every issue? Doesn't he always saying something stupid every issue of that? But otherwise, in the comic, I think Daniel O'Neill, I think also because he, I guess he was struggling with alcoholism, was trying to deal with that story with Tony Stark. And then the way it ended, where they do have a fight, they have a moment of friendship where... You know, like, I love having um, Tony Stark in the old Iron Man outfit. And, you know, the new Iron Man outfit is tougher, but then, you know, Tony has to be resourceful. So it's strong stuff when they did that sort of thing, introducing another one, introducing Beta Ray Bill, or even going to Mark Grunwald's, you know, when Cap lost the identity and the U.S. the person we would know as a U.S. agent took over the identity. Yeah, There's some strong stuff and there's some fun stuff. Now it's just like having five of every character as you go along is like, it's not enjoyable. So, and they don't want to give it. They gave us a BC version of them. So it's like, here, what was it? <laughs> what was it? Agamero? Is it like, is that the character who's the Doctor Strange at that time? It's like, we're not good. Like the, we're not good. The eye of Agamero became Doctor you know, Strange? They had the character in the, the thing is, he just call him Agamero. Like, they just call him that. Oh, good it's Lord. like, <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, the eye is something that's all. But anyway, and then, you know, goes, it's, it's a tough book to read. And then, but they have moments and glimpses of you have the, you have the celestial pointing up. So the art works. It's just like, you just can't keep with this story because it's like, they're not building this thing. They're not building a way where you could work this. You could, you could enjoy it. So I guess we have to let, you know, end on that note again. Another abrupt ending because there's nothing we can give you on this as far as recommendation, but, you know, thanks for watching. See you next guy. time. Thanks, thanks Benarak. You saved me money. <laughs> <laughs>